What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. Lennon, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well, man. Can't complain. You know, solid movie week. We've we got a lot to review this to this week. Got all our horror movies. Also, be sure to check out the Run It Back Scream. Watch that. It was a great yeah. review. So yeah, no. Uh, great, great week in the week of movies and TVs. Got some cool trailers and and heels is hitting, man. But wait, did you watch Titans this week? I didn't watch um, it, but I know what happened. I watched episode ten, not eleven. So I, let I've me seen... tell you what happened. You, well, you saw I mean, the video. Uh. You, you you saw what happened to Nightwing or no? Well, the, the he that they all say that he's like a bad person, a terrorist. Oh no 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 no! Keep you well. I'm well, thirty minutes. I'm halfway through we were... the most recent episode. Uh, I'm just. I'm gonna just let you finish. I'm gonna just let you finish, and we'll talk about it next week. I, I didn't watch it. I just know what happened because the Discord spoiled it for me. But I asked to be spoiled, so I digress. But you know, heels though, looking good. Season finale. We're gonna talk about that. I'm excited. Yeah, heels is good. I mean, there's a lot of other good stuff on right now, and you know, stuff ending, stuff beginning. Um, oh, I watched Venom too, and I, I can tell the people uh, about that. Was, uh, all right, well, yeah, we'll get to get to that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like I said, a lot of good things ending. You know, Bachelor in Paradise just ended. Um, oh, was it good? Was the season good? You didn't talk. You didn't. You haven't talked much about it. I don't think it was that good. No, it wasn't that good. It was kind of boring. But I mean, the the best stuff was like with um, Brendan and Piper or whatever, and how they the producers you know, fucked them pretty much. And it was just like, turn their mics on when they were having a private conversation about their follower account. And they were like, yeah, you know, that Us Weekly article that we did is going to get us so many followers. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Like, so, the, so, the, produ- the so producers which, uh... are actually pretty pretty on point th- um, this because, like, they had lower thirds <laughs> that would make fun of th- them. And, like, some people were caught lying and then they would, like, replay the moment where they lied. <laughs> that's like, kind of funny yeah so. so they were just taking reins of it like fuck these peeps we're just gonna, we're just gonna make fun of it that hey yeah. i rock with that so what's what's your uh trash tv show right now since that's over well i mean bachelorette comes <coughs> on two two weeks so yeah. oh shit we're it's back just, in it let's just back at it again <laughs> back at it again baby i'm so. ready like because i I don't have trash TV right now because I have I stopped watching Peacock because it was too much and I was watching too much Club Me- uh, Below Deck Mediterranean. Yeah, too much. I had to stop. <laughs> I am, you know, and the circle ended a few weeks back, so I don't have that anymore. I'm just pretty much Survivor now. Was it a good season? Of what? The circle. Yeah. I'm so far behind on that show. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think every season is is pretty freaking good. It's okay, so then I gotta watch then. If, if every is this is season two, right? Not season three. Three. No, that's season three you're talking about. Yeah. I might not even watch two. I might just watch three. Then. Oh, two's good though. Two's got that chick from um, Too Hot to Handle on it. Yeah, she's, Chloe, she's really good. Isn't yeah. she? She's dating somebody on another show now. I feel like she's dating like some Love Islander or some shit like that. I don't know. I feel I like know, I saw that somewhere, they're right? all intermingling now, especially because of the challenge. Challenge kind of bringing all those different reality shows together. Yeah. Yeah. And people were actually complaining about saying that Big Brother dude was lame. Fezzy or whatever. Uh, Fezzy? Yeah, he is lame. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't like I'm, that. I'm up on some trash TV. I'm gonna get into it though. But I will be ready for our bachelor reviews at the end of the show. I miss those. Those were fire. So I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ready to go. But um, should be whenever you're ready, man. I'm, I'm ready to get started. We got a lot yeah, of news I'm, and uh, movie stuff to talk. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get started. So first, um, Catherine Hahn had much success being Agatha on WandaVision, so she's getting her own spinoff um, on Disney+. Plus. She's going to rep- reprise the role of Agatha Harkness, and it's described as a dark comedy through, uh, though the exact plot details remain under wraps. Um, WandaVision head writer Jack Schaefer will serve as the writer and executive producer. I, I think this is unnecessary. Yeah. Like, took the words out of my mouth. I was gonna. I was trying to think of a nice way to say, like, do we need this? But like, do we really need? Well, it's unnecessary. I mean, she ha- she almost won an Emmy for the for this role. She was nominated for an Emmy. She's not gonna get nominated for Emmy for this show. This show is gonna have nothing to do with so. the MCU. It's greater, you know, greater story. I, you know, if it does, then like all power to him. But like, I just don't see it. You're reaching. You're reaching real hard. Yeah, this is a this is a reach for sure. Like, I just don't know. Like, is she gonna be with Doctor Strange again? Like, maybe after Doctor Strange two, we'll have more clarity. This, is this gonna be like this just isn't, going through the multiverse? Like, what is the this? MCU is just not something that you can do one off spinoffs about. Like, everything has to connect with everything. So, like, you know, you can't just have a show that's just gonna be like, oh yeah, this is just like Agatha doing her thing. And it's gonna be funny and fun. I mean, she could be doing her thing, like just, but, just but, where is she doing? But then, her like, thing? what are the How stakes does... of of the watch? And so, and then, like, mm-hmm. you're not gonna get the same eyes. Might not have those stakes. You know, and I just don't know if it's gonna be the quality of what it was for Wonder It's just hard. It's hard to look. Yeah, you know, I agree. Like, I'm not. It's I'm still not early in the. This. It's only in develop in in development, so they might not even make it through. This is just something they're considering. Hey, I'm not hating on your take. I'm with your take. I I actually agree. Like I'm just I was playing devil's advocate for that one, but like I'm not gonna watch this. I I don't know if I would either, especially after I you know (laughs) what if really put me off a couple weeks ago. All of y'all who watch, let me look at the camera. All of y'all who are lying to yourselves and telling yourselves that that what if show is good. Just enjoy, just just keep enjoying yourselves because that shit is not good. Like, if you want to watch an animated show, go watch Star Wars Visions. That's yeah, it's like quality. You know, that's when one thing that's been going on with Twitter too. It's like, yeah, what if was good until Star Wars Visions came out, and then we were like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be. Just, I told, I fucking told everybody when that week one episode came out. All of you fuckers was like, yeah, that Peggy Carter shit was cool, and I was like, it was cool. Right, yeah, it, it was all cool. It was one off, but you know, to spoil it for people who haven't gotten to it, it all interconnects at the end, and it's just like, why? A big why? Avengers, and it's like it's Infinity for Infinity War with the fucking animated verse. It's like why? It's stupid. Hey, people gonna say we hating. People loved Gamora in the Thanos gear party I mean, door. Sure, that's cool, but like I, I was especially pissed off about that Gamora thing because like we hadn't even gotten that person's story. I'm like, so why, if we haven't even gotten her story, then like, where do I, why do I care about this? Like every person that was in there, we had seen their story besides her, and I'm like, and and the space Tony Stark, and they're like, oh yeah, space Tony Stark coming in season two. I'm like, well then why were they in this season? 
<laughs> look, I watch anime. I look if I want a good cartoon, I'm not watching What If. But Star Wars Visions, fire. But again, yeah. there's a lot of people out there on Twitter I know in the movie community that's lying to themselves week in week out about What If. That's all I gotta say on that. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, we can we'll save the next story I was gonna talk about before we talk about the trailers. Uh, so DC Comics has ah, announced okay. a, a new live action web series based on the webtoon Batman Wayne Family Adventures. The series created by YouTube uh, is produced by DC licensed adaptation of this web comic. Uh, multiple DC heroes are set to debut in the show, including the first appearance of Duke Thomas Signal. There will also be uh, Stephanie Brown spoiler. Um, pretty much every iteration of Robin um, is going to be in this. Do you want to know where I stand with, with DC now? As, as a fan, I had to take a hard look at myself with Titans. I ingest a lot of DC content, but there's some that I, I just need to start saying is not for me. Titans, I don't think it's for me anymore. I really don't. Like, if if I can't wait till you watch a new episode, I don't think it's for me anymore. This, this don't sound like this is for me. I'm waiting for fandom for the Batman trailer. That's for me. This yeah. other shit, whoever this is for, enjoy it. I'm glad new actors are doing this. This isn't my Nightwing. I'm I'm not gonna get upset by stuff like this. So like, y'all go enjoy this. It's not for me. It's also just like, you know, web-based shorts only on YouTube. It's not like something that's supposed to have, like, any stakes. So it is kind of cool, cool for, for those actors, actors yeah. yeah. And also to see, like, I'd be interested to see the iterations that they do of some of the different Robins and, like, you know, Damien and stuff like that. And, like, what the suits look like if they do get put out suits. Um, I, but, I saw uh, some, con- uh, not concept art, I saw some pictures of the suits. They, I only they saw the pictures cool. of, Ho- of Red Hood, which looks like the same Red Hood that's in tight, so... It does. Did you not see Nightwing? They had like the shoulders. Like, well, I mean, yeah, obviously Nightwing, Nightwing and I mean, Titan suit looks better, but yeah. I mean, I'm more interested in seeing like you know Signal and Spoiler and you know what uh, they make Damien look like and stuff like that. So gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um, yeah. So we're getting into the trailers. We'll go ahead and start with the speed of Peacemaker because we got a or you know we got a first look at Vigilante and one, but then they they put out that clip where. He comes out of his car and he goes to the diner with all the people from Amanda Waller's team, and they're like, "Is that an eagle in this this guy's backseat?" That was a really good scene. This show is gonna be fucking great. I I can't wait for January. This and the boys are giving me my superhero fix. Like, if these movies aren't good, again, hey, if the movies aren't good, I'll be devastated if the Batman's not good. But at least I have Peacemaker. In the back of my mind, I know for a fact this Peacemaker show is going to be balls to the wall crazy. I love seeing Vigilante. I'm all in. Like, I am all in. And plus, I love seeing the Suicide Squad people in there, like uh, Amanda Waller's cronies. Is he going to do a Suicide Squad too? He had, like, I'm invested now. I'm, I'm super invested. Yeah, I mean, this definitely drew me in. I think it's going to be super funny. And I mean, like, you know, the, the action will definitely be there for Cena. You know, th- thinking of Cena, and this is kind of an off track just for a second. Did you know that there's an Undertaker movie on Netflix? Yes, I saw that. With the New like, Day. and Yeah. And, I was like, what and, the hell? Yeah. All right, but anyway. Anyway, John Cena. Nasty WWE pictures. Like, I didn't watch it. I saw, I scrolled over and I was like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Hey, 
But I did. I, look, I can't say nothing because I'm giving wrestling a try. I do enjoy me some AEW right now. Yeah. Shout out to Adam Cole, baby. Um, if, but if anybody yeah, gets so, that reference, I don't know. So yeah, Peacemaker Vigilante looks just like the comic book adaptations of, of Vigilante. So I mean, I think they're doing this. It looks better than the Arrow Vigilante too. Yeah, it does. Only thing I'll say, I, if I could switch, if I could take one thing from the Arrow Vigilante and put it on this Vigilante, I don't like the Vigilante on Peacemaker's eyes. I wish you could have took the, the, comic the, like you though. know how he has the eye part. No, go look at wait, bro. No, because I looked at a comic. Well, I've, I've like, looked at one too that, that was comic act that and looked exactly the same. It looks great. The suit looks great. I'm just saying the arrow had the eyes the best. That's all I'm giving arrow credit for. It's just the eye mask part. I'm not talking about the 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 the, the lettering on the or like the the lines on the mask. I'm not talking about the mask colors. I'm just talking about the orange visor eye part. His, his is like a is like a pointed arrow almost, whereas arrows is like some fucking goggles, which the 60s comic looks like. That's all I'm saying. But he looks more yeah. comic accurate for sure. As like a costume, 100%. Arrow had, dude had like some fucking hockey pads on. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess right, right now, James Gunn just owns superheroes. He, he, hey, he's killing it. He's fucking yeah. killing it. Keep doing your thing, James Gunn. I'm Should let him do in. Superman. I, <clears throat> I'm more all in on this HBO show then the, uh, the next HBO trailer we're going to talk about, like, I saw everybody like, oh, yeah, we're going back here. And I'm like, season eight still got a bad taste in my mouth. Are you talking about House of Dragon? Like, I'm going to watch it. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. But like, dude, that trailer was hype. I, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. You know, See, Matt, you're in. Well, I mean, like dragons, you're in. <laughs> well, I mean, like that. that's a really interesting time to explore. Put Matt Smith in there. I just, you know, watching Matt Smith be the, you know, Prince Charles on the crown or whatever. I knew you liked how Matt Smith looked. Bro, he was shit. so he was, was so like, good. Oh, and so I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I could totally see this dude being some royal Game of Thrones asshole, killing dudes with dragons. And like, I was like, the, the fourteen casting... man. What? We're getting fourteen new dragons. They're gonna be fourteen in the show. Great, bring it, bring it. Like, I mean, I think this is gonna be like in some ways. Makeup, you know, I guess makeup, but I mean, like, I'm not gonna say better than Game of Thrones, but I mean, like, in some ways, it's gonna give us some of those things that, like, in the later seasons, we were clamoring for, we're like, oh, yeah, let's have dragons fight, let's like see people get eaten by dragons and shit like that. I feel like this is gonna give us all that in the first season, it's just like murdered by dragons, people doing I'm crazy Game of Thrones, shit. other families too. Like, I'm interested to see the Baratheons, I'm, in th- I'm interested to see exactly, I mean, I the think Lannisters, that's- the other. I think that's interesting. Like, like I'm I gonna mean, watch. I'm not hating and, on it, but I just, I'm just not 100. I'm more sold on Peacemaker than House of Dragons. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's fair. I mean, they're two very different things, too. I mean, for sure. You know, but I think House of Dragons is I a think tip pull thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I oh, go ahead. No, I mean, I just think House of Dragon is more so than whatever the other spinoff was that they're gonna do. Like, this makes the most sense, and it always made the most sense of what they were gonna continue Game of Thrones. Like, go back to like. Pre Ed Stark life, and show us that that era. Yeah, and I mean, even I also they, want to see that Prince of Dorne series they're doing too, because I think that's gonna be fire. That, that could be pretty fire. I, I wonder if they would allude to it in this. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. But I'll, I said this in the Discord. I think Peacemaker, the biggest it could be, the big, the ultimate biggest it could be is what the boys did for superhero television. Like I don't think it can eclipse that. 
I think that's about its ceiling. Whereas with House of Dragons, that's going to be a show that everybody talks about at work. Like, that's going to be the new Game of Thrones. It's going to be, people watch that every fucking Sunday night. It's going to be talked about. We're going to review it. Like, it's just, it's just one of those shows. Yeah, I mean, I think with Peacemaker, I, I, I don't know if it's going to be like the boys in a sense where like, I just, I feel like it's going to be like a mixture of the boys and Doom Patrol. See, I'm saying when I say the boys, I don't mean content. I mean like the boys' popularity. Like I'm, I'm only talking popularity. Like I think the biggest it can be is like how big the boys was. Whereas H, like for example, the people at my job are going to talk about the Game of Thrones series. They're not going to talk about Peacemaker. Like maybe the cool people at my work will talk about Peacemaker, but like every everybody else is going to be talking about the Game of Thrones show. I mean, that's true. It's just going to have like the wider audience. But I think like yeah, because that's all of saying. because of HBO Max. I think it's possible that Peacemaker could get to that point. Maybe, hopefully, if it's it good. Just depends and I think on it's how be good, good it is. Yeah, yeah. And we are we are not really taking in the Cena effect. Like he has That's a true. wrestling fan base, yeah. and like he's been killing it. I I, I called this run. We're in the Cena sense, man. I'm first with Suicide Squad. Vacation Friends is great, and this show's gonna carry him over the edge. Even though this is a similar, the same role he played in the movie, but. You know, say la vie. He was also in the best Transformers movie. Yeah, he was. Uh, so the next, tra- we got some movie trailers in here and another TV trailer. So let's talk about the after party. It's something we've talked about before where it's a lot of who's who and comedic actors coming together. You know, Tiffany Haddish is like the detective for a whodunit at these, um, at a high school reunion party that someone gets murdered. And it's gonna be eight yeah. episode series on Apple uh, on Apple Plus, and I'm Apple TV. It. Apple has good Apple has compelling content. I gotta give it to them. They do. I mean, I'm trying to catch some of it now because Foundation got renewed for season two, so I want to start watching that. And uh, see me my, too. It's it's been on my PlayStation screen all week, and I watch. You're gonna be proud of me. I'm on season one of Ted Lasso. It's it's oh, fucking good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ted Lasso. I was too mean. Ted Lasso ends this week, me. so. Yeah, like I'm, oh, I'm not there yet. Like I'm on season one. I'm trying to get to season two. So yeah, but um, I'll have another Apple Plus show I'm gonna talk about in my movie on the rise, and uh, and we still haven't gotten but that the foundation Rose show Burns, looks good. Roseburn's physical yet either. I actually watched the first episode of that today. So is that the is that the show that Steve? Or no, I'm, I'm not gonna skip. I know you're gonna you have that as a story, but um, the foundation looks good. So like I'm yeah. definitely gonna be t- dialed into Apple TV. Yeah. Um, so the after party looks awesome. So I'm I'm super excited about that. John Ralphio, Sam Richardson, Tiffany yeah. Haddish, yeah, just amazing I'm actors. A, in that I'm movie. a it looks hilarious. Lana Glazer, big Schwartz fan, man. Ever since Middle Ditch and Schwartz, like John Ralphio. I see. I know him as his. I don't, I just don't know his first name. It's Thomas Middle Ditch and something Schwartz. But I know I know his last name because of Middle Ditch and Schwartz, and he's yeah. great. I'm a fan, so I'm watching that. He 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 killed in that trip. I think it's Ben. Oh, Ben Schwartz? Okay. Yeah, I think so. He looks like a Ben. Okay. Um, let's talk about another... What, is this a movie or a series? Raccoon City. I think it's a series. I, the Resident it, Evil. Whatever it is, it looked pretty good. It did look pretty good. I mean, yeah. I love the actors that they put in it. Big fans of pretty straight much all TV, of them. Straight TV people, man. We got Damien Dark. We got fucking... It's straight from the CW verse, my man. Skins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude from Victorious. Look, bro, when I saw him, Georgia, Evan Georgia, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. 
And then they got fucking big muscle man from Umbrella Academy. And to round it all off, we got Robbie Emil, Steven's Steven's cousin. Like he see yeah. Steven has a hit show heels. Uh, Robbie is still Steven's cousin. Hey, well, they look, still got look, what, Sense Eight or whatever together. So look, I'm gonna or check this out. It looked good. It, it actually something. looked like the video game too. Yeah, it did kind of look like the video game. Some of the zombie or characters definitely looked video game esque. You know, it looked like a wild ride. Even the story sure. was like the video game story. That's the whole point. I mean, the characters are from the video game, and I think they're really trying to to ad- adapt that. And we're seeing like maybe a, a resurgence in video game adaptations that are actually going to be true to the form. Yeah, no, like true to the IP. You know. Yeah, actually yeah, gonna like yeah. co- copy the, the story because it, some of those games really do have compelling stories look at last of us and that, the, that picture i was like you said you thought that picture was straight out of the game i agreed with you like that shit looked crazy and i'm just happy we're away from the mila jovovich resident evils yeah. like all of those movies sucked they yeah. sucked and i know some people out there love those movies those movies are asshole yeah they're, they're, they're really bad they're really bad um next let's talk about uh hypnotic i don't know if you watched that trailer so i can talk about it real quick it's yeah i watched like two seconds of it and i was like this isn't for me it's like some horror shit it's like a it's a netflix horror so i mean it's like sort of horror i mean it's really just like this looks like psychiatrist horror. guy who hypnotizes people and then like causes them to like freak out and do murder shit pretty much either kill is there a cop keep... involved come come and solve the case i didn't i don't remember. I didn't, yeah, I don't remember. I didn't think there was a cop involved. That's why I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm buying this. Um, speaking of, of all that, I get, and I guess we can say it in a movie on the rise, but Guilty's out. So if you haven't gone to see that. Did you watch it? I have not. I yet. watched it. Now? Do, do you want my thoughts now? Or you want me to tell you? I'll just do it now. I, 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 I want to save you a movie watching. Like, okay. do not, mm-hmm. you, do, you do not have to watch The Guilty. Right. Bro, is bro is Jake in that fucking office the whole time talking on the like he's just like you're not gonna get the girl. I'm gonna like get the Tom, girl. It's like a Tom Hardy movie where he's in the car the whole time. <laughs> he's literally on the phone the whole time with his asthma, just hitting puffs of his his thing, and then calling his cop friend to break the law. Like is. Jake, you got it. Like, I just didn't want that for Jake. Like, I expect he acted great, but like the story's not good. Like, they tried to rip, and I found out that there was a Swedish film where it worked better, and they it was a foreign film they caught. Like, just the guilty wasn't good. Let me just say that. All right. Well, no, never mind about all that. But next. oh yeah, I've been watching movies. I got us. I'm going to watch James Bond tomorrow <laughs> after I, after the Friday night football. I got to produce. Next, uh, did you see the trailer for Wolf? That weird, yes. weird movie. This was the this was the this was the best trailer of the week. Oh, I actually think the next trailer we're gonna talk about was the best trailer of the week, movie wise. Okay, okay. But um This shit looked good this, though. This did look really good. I can't remember that dude's name, but from nineteen seventeen thinks he's a wolf. That's where he's fucking from. Yeah. And okay. yeah, that whole concept of just like the psychiatric ward where everyone thinks that they're an animal. Do you wanna know what I thought of when I first heard this? Like when they were like, um, animal trans animal whatever i thought of fucking uh rachel uh oh my gosh what's the what's the white woman who thought she was black and she painted her <laughs> she was like i have transracial identity oh she, yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah 
So when so when I saw that woman dressed up as a bird trying to jump out the fucking window. <laughs> I'm watching this movie. I'm sold. Like I don't know if they're going for a comedy, but I think this shit is hilarious. So yeah, I'm going I think to it's watch. A, there's gonna be funny parts, but it's also gonna be like super dark because like I don't know what they're gonna do to that dude, but it seems like they're gonna like turn him into an actual wolf or something. <laughs> Or, like, he just puts it in his head that he's a wolf and, like, his physical chemistry becomes like that. Like, it's split. I, look, I want to see it. <laughs> like, I want, this reminds... Have you ever saw Tusk? The Justin Long movie where he turns into a fucking walrus? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, these weird fucking movies like Tusk, sorry to bother you with the fucking horse people at the end. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in these weird movies. Yeah. I mean... It's, it's a weird concept, but like it, it looks pretty cool, and, and the bird person definitely was what put it over the top. It's hilarious. <laughs> the bird person was the. I was like, bitch, if you jump, you gonna fucking fall. <laughs> no, I gotta save it for the movie. That's good commentary. <laughs> um. So the next, the next trailer I thought was the best one was uh, Red Rocket, and that was uh, the Simon mm. Rex movie about him With being a porn a, star. A, yeah, a porn star coming back to his town. A twenty four. It was. A, it, it reminded was a, me of like, of like four Florida project whatever. A twenty four has like two has like three types of films. They have their horror weird fucking bag. They have like their poor. I don't. Want, let me not say poor. Like, sorry about that. That sounds insensitive. But they have their lower class like uh, people who do jobs that we don't necessarily think of as like great jobs whether that's like prostitutes zola whatever that may be they have that seedy underbelly world type of movies and then they have like epics like fucking green knight and shit like other epics that they've made they 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 legitimately have three types of movies but this looks just like florida project but it looked good like i'm interested in this yeah it looked funny um it looked like it had heart you know you don't really see simon rex doing something like this which was always shocked by him when we first started talking about this, I was like, wow, you Simon Rex is going to be doing something serious. So, you know, I trust A24 with telling a story like this, and I'm really interested. I mean, I've already seen some ratings for it, and mm-hmm. it's high. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this I'm is something as well. that gets in consideration. I don't know if it would ever be nominated for an Oscar. But, I mean, like, some of this, these A24 movies do it's get... It's going to be an indie darling. Yeah. I mean, it already is like for the, a lot of the festivals. Like that, um, like Florida, uh, the Florida Project or whatever. William yeah, Florida Project is probably the one that got the best critically acclaimed. I just don't know if it's going to be up to that. It'll be close. Yeah, we're going to have to see. So, you know, say la vie. Also, there's a Dune trailer out, but I didn't want to, I didn't watch it. I'm not we're watching there. it. The movies don't, yeah, exactly. I'm almost here, so I'm just ready for that movie. I hear it's fucking immaculate. And if your ass, your ass hasn't been going to the movie theaters, I'm holding us down. Your ass better go to the movie theaters for Dune. That's the only one I need you to be be there yeah. for. <laughs> that movie's gonna be nuts. But this is what you were talking about. Oh no, it's with FX. I thought it was with Apple. Say la vie. Uh, Steve Carell set to star in the limited series The Patient at FX, which hails from the Americans team Joel Fields and Joel, I mean Joel Fields and Joe Weisberg. FX has ordered ten half-hour episodes of the series. The show is described as a psychological thriller about a psychotherapist, Alexander Strauss, played by Steve Carell, who finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual request curb his her- homicidal uh, urges. 
by but unwinding the mind of this man while also uh, while also dealing with the waves of his own repressed troubles creates a journey perhaps as treacherous as his captivity. This sounds good. Steve Carell's trying to get in his Emmy bag. I'm with it. Yeah, I mean, this could really break that out for him in a drama on the drama side of things. Because I'm gonna be real, in in all dramas, they have him as like the funny guy. Like he plays a lot of roles, like Good Morning America. Like that's a lot of his drama roles. Like, or or if it's not that, then he's like he was with the movie with Timothy Chalamet, where he's like the really good guy, like the dad. I don't know. I mean, because there's a movie where he's the wrestling coach, where he, you know, he, I feel like that's kind of where he would pull from in this. Oh, or, okay. you know, I think he's gonna be troubled in his own way, but also trying to figure out this guy. I think you know using. Some some of these comedic actors that do the dramas use their comedy in a good way. I think uh, he, he figured that out pretty well. Uh, the Americans was a successful show, so I trust that yeah, the team was. behind it is going to be able to to make the make it feel serious. So yeah, no, I'm with it. I'm gonna it. check FX this out. FX has some good so, shows. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they are. Do you like Why the Last Man? No, don't. I I don't like it either. I, I tried to give it two episodes. I'm going to give it one more for the three. I've watched like five episodes. Like it. Oh, and you don't like it? Oof, okay. So, yeah. No, sir. Mm. Next up, we got HBO Films has acquired the North American rights to The Survivor, a Harry Haft biopic produced by and directed by Academy Award winner Barry Levinson based on Alan Haft's book, Harry Haft, Survivor of Auschwitz. Challenger of Rocky Marciano, the survivor stars Ben Foster as Haft, an escaped Auschwitz prisoner who is forced to perform in boxing matches by his captor before moving to New York and using his boxing skills to help find the woman he loves. The movie co-stars Vicky Kreps, Billy Manganusen, Peter Skarsgård, Danny DeVito, and John Leguizamo. It sounds like, yo, HBO, you know, we're going to try to get a little Oscar film in here. Yeah, I mean, I thought this, like, when I first read this, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do an Auschwitz movie or something like that, and then like he comes to New York and he's boxing, and and the title of the book is like Challenge of Rocky Marciano. I'm like, is this dude about the challenge of Rocky Marciano? I'm like, this could, actually seems like it could be like a pretty serious boxing movie, and I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty yeah, interesting. This, I mean, look, I don't know if we've seen Good a serious boxing Foster, movie. Like, I mean. that's what I'm saying. This seems like right in line with like the fighter. It it, it maybe yeah. in. I, Seems in line with like Raging Bull. Like I'm into this type of boxing movie, not necessarily the Rocky boxing type, more of the serious drama type. And like you said, good for Ben Foster. Like this is big for him. Yeah, I mean, I was like Ben Foster. What is he doing? And I'm like, oh, this this is pretty big time. Because so. he was like, um, what's that fucking movie with Chris Pine? That was a great movie with Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges. Can't think of the name of it right now, but it's like, oh hell, hell or high water. Uh, uh, Hell or high water, great. Ben Foster was great in that. I'm a big Ben Foster fan, so excited to see this new this new uh, movie that he has uh, with, with Harry Haft. Yeah, um, you know, keeping on with HBO. HBO Max is developing a series adaptation of the upcoming Stacey Willingham novel, A Flicker in the Dark, that hails from Emma Stone and Dave McCary's Fruit and Tree Productions, as well as A24. Um, the novel is slated for publication in the U.S. in 2022, with the rights sold to 17 foreign markets. Willingham's debut novel follows Chloe Davis, who was shocked to discover at 12 years old that her own father confessed to the murder of six teenage girls in, a, in their small Louisiana town. 20 years later, Chloe is, is a psychologist in Baton Rouge whose life begins to unravel when local teens start to go missing. 
Hey, I'm so happy you put this in here for multiple reasons. One, you know we love a good murder mystery with some solving of a serial killer. And two, we support all Louisiana-based shows. Like, I'm going to watch Blue Bayou before the year ends. We watched Your Honor. So as long as they make a good cast for this, I'm going to be in. Yeah, yeah, Emma Stone is a good start. Um, mm-hmm. I, is this Emma Stone trying to do her Mayor of Easttown? That's what it sounds like. She's going for her her Kate. Kate Winslet did that so good. So Emma Stone, you got a lot to live up to, girl. And so, so did Brian Cranston in Your Honor. Like we're getting these star driven shows like this. So Emma Stone's like, I, I'm, I want a little piece of the pie. But but I said this: Kate Winslet only went as far as her co stars t- as her co cast took her because she had a great co cast. All of them from. Uh, Gene Smart to the lady who won the Emmy to fucking Evan Peters. So yeah. Emma Stone's gonna need a good cast around. Guy Pierce. Yeah, Guy Pierce was yo he uns- unsung hero of that fucking show. Shout out to my guy. Um, but yeah, that, that sounds like a pretty cool one. I'm excited to see that when it comes out. I don't know when because that book hasn't even come out yet. Uh, so Anthony and Joe Russo's production company and Netflix are reteaming for a new heist movie from Emmy-winning storyteller Noah Hawley and starring Emmy nominee Reggae Jean Page. Uh, written and directed by Hawley, plot details are yet to be titled, or, or for the yet-to-be-titled movie are being kept under wraps, but the thriller is based on the original idea his. All right, let's do another heist movie, but I don't know about the Russos. <laughs> That's why I started laughing, because, like, I don't, I'm not... the Look, the Russos post-Marvel put up some stinkers, and I hate that they're the action guys right now, but it's directed and written by it's directed and written by Noah Hawley, so like, I kind of I kind of buy Noah Hawley's idea. Like, so yeah, so the Russos aren't directing it; they're just no. putting the the power behind it to get it made. So like, I trust Noah Hawley to give us something good. And Rajay Jean Page is kind of being selected on what he's choosing because he realizes he's yeah he realizes he's a hot name. So I, I I'm not. When I first heard it, I thought they were doing it, but then when you said Hawley, I kind of was like, all right, I'm cool with this then. Because yeah, them, so. I don't trust. Noah Hawley, I do. Well, we'll learn more as it, as it keeps going. Uh, next up, there's going to be another attempt at a Cruel Intentions TV series, um, and it's going to be in development IMB, IMDb TV, inspired by the 1999 film The Same Name, which was itself inspired by the novel Dangerous Liaisons, great movie. Um, the new iteration of the series follows two ruthless step-siblings who will do anything to stay on top. In this case, the Greek life hierarchy in the elite Washington, D.C. college. After a brutal hazing incident threatens the entire Panhellenic system, they'll do whatever is necessary to preserve their power and reputations, even seduce the daughter of the vice president of the United States. Amazon Studios will be producing because IMDb TV is under the prime streaming umbrella. Okay, I'm not mad at this. Sounds pretty cool. Maybe. Yeah, Cruel Intentions is on the cast. Cruel Intentions one is a good movie. Uh, central early two thousands nineties movie. So, and it it does have the same veins as Dangerous Liaisons. There's going to be a lot of people doing a lot of talking, talking their way through into doing some crazy shit. And the yep. social hierarchies of Greek life is something that obviously I, you know, being in a fraternity. And, and being a president of attorney, kind of understand the highs and lows of what that's going to be about, especially you know, some such a high profile city and college. People. The yeah. assumption is like it's like Georgetown. Essentially. So, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. Um, 
Next up, we got the L.A. Law sequel series starring Blair Underwood has been given a pilot order at ABC. The follow-up of the beloved 80s and early 90s series was first announced as being in underdevelopment at ABC back in December. In the new show, the the vulnerable or vulnerable law firm of McKinsey Brackman reinvents itself as a litigation firm specializing in only the most high-profile cases, boundary-pushing in incendiary cases. Underwood reprises his role as attorney John, Jonathan Rollins, who has gone from idealistic to more conservative as he clashes with millennial J.J. Freeman to decide the best path to decide the best best path forward for the firm to affect political and legal change. Sounds like ABC was like, it's time for us to get a legal show again. Yeah. And um, if it's a procedural legal show, I think I, I find that really interesting. Yeah, I'm, I look Boston. Uh, what's the fucking Boston the one with uh, Sh- with Shatner and uh, Spader? That was a great yeah. show. So, so I, I think that could be interesting. Yeah, you know, we'd like Law and Order, and this would kind of be just straight law. So Law and Order is going so crazy right now, bro. With yeah, the reveal great. of <laughs> it is going. Nothing. If you like, watch it today, then don't talk, talk about it because I haven't watched it today. No, no, I'm not talking about today's. I'm I'm just saying in general, it's on some like Marvel shared universe times ten. Oh yeah. With like Olivia in in fucking it. what's his name confessing Stabler. love for each other, well, but they and, can't do it. Well, and Stabler now he's undercover right now, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> Dude's like so, a gangster. Yeah, with his, he's like with his he, all white beard. <laughs> he's working with the Albanians, killing people and lighting them on fire. Shit is crazy, but. That's that's Law and Order. Next up, we got Jesse Williams, Zoe Chow, Steve Steve Zahn, Tig Notaro, and Wesley Kimmel have joined the cast of the Netflix upcoming rom com Your Place or Mine, starring Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. Witherspoon and Kutcher star in the movie as Debbie and Peter, who are the best friends in total opposites. She craves routine with her son in L.A. And he thrives on change in New York. When they swap houses and lives for a week, they discover what they think they might want and might not be what they really need. Rom-com, you know. Say la vie. Kind of sounds like the holiday with uh, Jack Black and Kate Winslet. It's going to seem like Witherspoon and Kutcher are going to get together at the end. Like oh, I don't know. I think it's going to be the opposite. I think they're, they're legit going to be friends, and then they're going to like meet people on the other side and then be like, oh, oh and maybe get with this the is fuck. our change of so, pace. So really like the holiday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's really going to be like the holiday. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I don't know but it I'm could be like that. that you know. great. Well, we'll see if what, how that goes. But I mean, you know, Netflix is trying to put out some rom-coms. I saw they have one with uh, What's-Her-Face from... Uh, from Degrassi, oh, I don't remember. But oh, wait, which one? The Paige? girl who was in Vampire Diaries. Oh. Paige Nina, from Degrassi. Yeah, Nina Dobrev. Um, Paige from Degrassi. She's on um, what we do in the shadows. Oh, I might have to watch just for Paige from the. Uh, you know, she plays a know, really like small role in two, in two episodes, but. Oh, and there you go. You get my hopes up. All right. Next up, we got Hulu has greenlit the series adaptation of the of the novel Washington Black with my guy Sterling K. Brown now attached to star as well as executive produce based on the SE 
Uguyan novel of the same name. The nine-episode series follows the 19th century adventures of George Washington Wash Black, an 11-year-old boy on Barbados Sugar Plantation, who must flee after a shocking death threatens to up in his life. Brown will play the gregarious, larger-than-life Medwin Harris, who traveled the world after a traumatic childhood as a black refugee in Nova Scotia. As the de facto mayor of Black Halifax, prioritizes the community over everything except Washington Black, his young protege, Meeting Wash sends him down a challenging path of self-discovery. Eh, I don't know. You know how I feel about slave time stuff, but, you know, whatever. Sterling K, okay. new drama. Sterling K, if he wants to do this, you know, do it. Do what's best for you, brother. I'd rather see you in other movies, but if that's what makes you happy, go for it, Sterling. Go for it. I'm not mad at it. We'll oh, see. Okay. If, if, yeah, it's, if it's good, it. it'll definitely pick up steam on Hulu. Yeah, that's true. That is true. All right. Next up, we got porn industry drama Pleasure moves from A24 to Neon because conflicts about what cut to release. A24 wanted to release a theatrical cut, then an unedited cut. Neon will only air the unedited cut. Pleasure takes a look at the Los Angeles porn industry through the lens of newcomer Bella Cherry, portrayed by Sophia Capel, who moves from a small town in Sweden to pursue her dreams of stardom. Damn, maybe it's too risque for A24. I might have to watch Pleasure. <laughs> that was what I was thinking. I was like, well, if A24 wants to make a theatrical cut and, and the director wants the whole thing to be released, then like, maybe we need to see this whole thing. Uh, yeah, added, maybe we need to see this thing. It added in there that there, the nudity in this movie is not designed to be titillating. It's designed to be like revealing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, dramatic. So like, but I mean, like A24, you know. It's the same thing that we were talking about with Red Rocket and Zola and Florida Project. Same kind of, same kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm excited for this next story. I think this is perfect for this person. Uh, HBO has ordered a new late night talk series with Bomani Jones at the center that will go into production in New York next year. Game Theory with Bomani Jones is expected to examine timely issues in the world of sports. Um, HBO Max also announced that What Happened to Brittany Murphy will will debut both episodes of the two-part documentary on October 14th. Docu-series shows an intimate, in-depth character portrait of Brittany Murphy exploring the mysterious circumstances surrounding her tragic death at 32 years old. Featuring new archival footage and interviews with close closest to the late star, the series tackles Hollywood's sexism on her struggles, as well as her concerns of her relationship with her husband, Simon Monjack. So let's start well, with Bomani. For the Bomani Jones, yeah, with Bomani first, it's not just going to be sports. It's going to be everything. And also the cool thing with this is Adam McKay is executive producing Bomani's oh, really? show. This is fucking huge for him. Like, he, let's be real. He's too polarizing, too smart, too intelligent, too everything for ESPN and for what they're trying to do. So this is perfect for him. They were never going to give him a show. They were never going to push a show for him. They're going to push his podcast, which where he can still do his sports stuff. And then this, be himself, talk sports, talk culture, talk everything, politics if he wants. Well, it's this like perfect for him. It's and like Real Adam Sports McKay with Brian Gumble that HBO has been doing for a really long time. And this is going to be its new iteration with it. A, a younger host and t- tackling yeah. more pressing issues in today's sports world. I think it's going to be a really interesting show. But see, to, I don't think it's just going to be sports. I think he's going to be like legit late night talking, like well, like John says, Oliver. Like it says, because uh, he tweet. No, I'm going off his timely tweet. issues I'm in the world of sports. Oh, okay, 
I'm going bit off better. what he said. He, yeah, he tweeted how it's not just gonna, like it. Uh, he said the press release definitely says sports, but like he wanted, he wants it to be known that it's gonna be like everything. Like sports is to draw his fans in there, but like it's gonna be a late night show, which is crazy. And if Adam McKay's producing it. They might be fucking sketches in this. I don't know. This could That's be great. Like, so I'm, I'm interested. You know, I hope you liked your run, John Oliver, but like this might be coming for your Emmy. And sorry, Charlemagne. I know you just started at Comedy Central, but like Bomani's coming for you. You too, Jesus and Mero. Trevor Noah, all y'all. Yeah, Tre- Tre- Trevor Noah is probably like the weakest of all of them, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but you so, talking about the Brittany but, Murphy thing, Brittany I am Murphy excited cool. to see that documentary. You know, it was kind of a, a tragic loss to get a Brittany Murphy when it did happen. It was kind of shocking. So I would like to know a little yeah. bit more into the backstory of all of that. Because we were a little young when that happened. But she was in movies that we really enjoyed. You know, she was what, Clueless. Uh, I can't remember. She's Luann. Oh, yeah. Lu- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's in King of the Hill. She's Luann. I, like I think I think she's Luann. She's either Luann or she's Dale's wife. But I think she's Something Luann. Like and she she was gonna be Harley Quinn. They they mm-hmm. she ended up passing away before she could. So like yeah, she would have been good Harley Quinn too. Sure. I, I think so. She would have. Um, but yeah, so interesting. I don't know if you caught this early. Uh, this guy when the album dropped, but Halsey dropped her fourth studio album. If I can't have love, I want power. She released a film of the same name set to her new music in theaters a few months ago Dude, and, at the release. And now HBO Max has acquired her album film that will debut on the streamer on August or sorry, October 7th. So today. This guy just asked me, hey, I don't know if you caught it. Did you catch the Housey album? Did you? <laughs> no. But the only reason I say this story is that it's interesting that Halsey made an entire album or an entire movie based on her album set to the album music, and HBO Max is going to put it on their streaming service. Either competing with Billie Eilish. Beyonce did it with Billie Eilish. Beyonce did this. Billie Eilish did this. J. Cole did this. Yeah. So let's see who else wants to do it. I'm ready for Drake's uh, movie. You know when you know when he do it, he about to he about to do it big. He I don't even know if he he gonna produce some shit like he on his euphoria shit like he he, he walling. But I'm with you. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not watching this. <laughs> no, uh, this is something we will be watching. The Blown Away Christmas, the holiday special on of the Glass Blowing Competition series, um, will have a four part special that will launch Friday, November nineteenth. Hey, let's fucking go, man. That's we must cool. look like some old men. My mouth dropped when I heard that news. I live for this type of stuff. I love Alone. I love this. I love metalworking masters. I don't know what the fuck it is. I can't do any of this. I want to learn how to forge, but like maybe I, maybe it's a sense of knowing that I'll never be able to do anything like this, that like I enjoy watching it so much. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think you know it's obviously going to be Christmas- themed and i think this show serves pretty well for that i think you know a christmas yeah. theme four part uh would really be interesting you know uh, great british breaking did a christmas theme special and i thought that that was really entertaining too both shows really serve well to be have christmas specials so i think this, this is going to be a success for sure we're definitely going to watch it yep that's for sure um bmf which we talked about last week has been renewed already at stars for season two the series debuted 
on September 26th and per stars with the number one premiere of the year on the stars app. A, it's going to be fire. BMF I, think, is I haven't still been watching it, but it's just because there's just a lot of stuff going on. I wasn't watching movies. Um, but I do intend to finish. So. Oh, yeah. I'm in that show. Um, and the last thing we got, Always Sunny, rap season 15 filming. Mac looks like a douche. Let's fucking go! What is, this, yes. what is this Charlotte Hornets outfit that he's got and his hair and his Look, facial hair? My Dude's guy wild. looking he's looking suave. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see what Mac is doing this season. Ready to see how Dennis and Charlie make fun of his ass. I'm ready for it. I'm so ready. I need it in my fucking life now. Yes. I mean, you so, know, seeing all the success that they've had, and we talked about with Charlie Day last week, doing things outside of Always Sunny, bring it bring it back. We want to see more. You know, especially while we still got Danny yep. DeVito around. No, I'm with you. Um, and that brings us to Movie on the Rise. Hey, uh, let's get into it. It is Movie on the Rise, the show, the segment where we suggest one movie or sheet show or multiple that just come out or has been out for a little bit that we think you should check out. Schubert, what you got this week? Uh, this week I have Acapulco, which is a... Let me look up the description for you, but... Uh, what the hell is this? It's a Apple TV show that um, takes place on a resort. Let's see. It's, okay, it's, hard. Okay. it's hard to spell. It's, you know, primarily Latino actors. It's about a young Mexican man's dream come true when he gets the job of a lifetime at the hottest resort in Acapulco. But he soon realizes the job is far more complicated than he ever imagined. It's kind of like... It sounds like uh, the HBO show. Um, what, White Lotus? No, it's it's not going to be like White Lotus, but I feel like it's going to have similar vibes. It's the lens of the story is being told from this guy when he's older telling like the youth about like his oh. time at Acapulco. So, okay. you know, you know, he makes it at the end, but what kind of things ensue? That's the question. Okay. Okay. I might check this out. If you tell me it's good, I'm a peep. Uh, but I'll you know what first, I got yeah. this week. You, you know what James I got Ryan. this Friday. I'm going to watch it. 10 15 football games in at 10. I'm hightailing it to the movie theater for 10 15. And watching me some double O's. James Bond, baby. Let's go. Last Craig. I hope it's fucking good. God, I hope it's fucking good. Because I need a good movie. I'm tired of going to the movie theaters and seeing trash movies. And for, let me just do my Venom thing real quick because I know you're never going to watch it. Venom, I'm sorry, but we cannot say a movie is good for the fucking post credit scene. We're not going to say a movie is good. Just for a post credit scene. Schubert, there were times in that movie that I couldn't tell if Venom was fighting Carnage, if Carnage was fighting Venom, or if there were two blobs of just CGI madness going on. I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, characters in this movie serve no purpose. Like, it's, it's okay. It's okay at best. At best. At best. 5 out of 10. 4.5 out of 10. It's not terrible. It's watchable, but it's not. It's nothing to go home about. I fell asleep a little bit during. That's how I get. I don't fall asleep in movies. You know this. And for me to fall asleep, it has to be a boring movie. And for a Venom movie to be boring, that says a lot. 
And I might as well tell you what the post credit is because I just don't care because you're not going to see it. I know you're not. You, you just saw Black Widow, which I don't even think you should have watched that. And we'll talk about that in a point. second. But, but fucking the end of the movie is Venom sitting on a bed, some lights flash and flicker, the room rocks, and then he wakes up. Well, he doesn't wake up. He looks up and he's in like a nicer room than he was. And then he uh, goes to the TV and on the TV, it's J. Jonah Jameson talking about Peter Parker swinging. And we see Tom Holland take off the mask and that whole spiel. And Venom's like, ooh, I like him. And then like the shit ends. So is he going to be in this new movie? Post-credit, maybe. Maybe. We don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll but see in December. The movie was trash, and I don't. And let me be honest. I don't know how Tom Holland's gonna fight Tom Hardy. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Now maybe if if it's Toby, see Toby Maguire would kick his ass. I don't know if Tom Holland kick, kicking his ass. I believe in Toby. <laughs> believe in Toby, but not Tom Holland. <laughs> All right. Fuck no. I'd even believe Andrew Garfield could whoop his ass. Not Tom. Bro, you take you and your Stark armor, that Venom shit going to tear your ass up, boy. Only thing that's going to save you is that if the Stark armor realizes it's not good with sound and just starts playing sirens out of his suit, which I think is cheap because Andrew and Peter would have to go find fucking metal poles and stick them in the ground and beat them. Well, like Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. That was my that was my reference yeah. to that, but yeah, that, uh, that's the post credit. You don't have to see Venom; it's okay. Yeah, and I guess you know, I'll say Black Widow. Black Widow, yeah, it was a whole lot of boring, a whole lot of boring point, yes. boring pointlessness. And then like I was, I got to the end of the movie, and I was like, you know what? Like if I was going to show this to like kid my kids, and I'm showing them the MCU, I might just put this right where it's, where it is in the timeline. And then the post credit scene, I'm like, Ugh. and I'm like, well now now you can't do that. Now it has to be in this order, which is bullshit because it makes zero sense that we're still revisiting this time. And then, like, they just kill off Ray Winstone's character and they just make him explode in a helicopter, which is trash. Ray Winstone is too good of an actor for that bullshit role. They didn't give him enough to do. Like, Scarlet was not great in it. The best parts was Florence Pugh and David Harbour. Like, Taskmaster sucked. Like, the movie yeah. just sucked. No, it was it was not very good. Not, not one of the worst Marvel. One of the worst, like Mar- real shit. Marvel had one of their worst years this year so far. We don't know what's gonna happen with Eternals. We don't know what happened with Spider Man. But well, I mean, Shang Chi's okay. Then they have all three of their shows. I'm so, talking about quality of content. That's all I'm talking about. The popularity, they're booming. Well, well, I mean, but like Shang Chi's okay know, to. But are you not saying that like Falcon Winter Soldier was not good? I mean, that's. Ridiculous. I'm getting there. I'm. I'm getting, I'm getting there. Shang Chi okay to good. Black Widow trash. WandaVision is okay to good. I guess I'll, I'll say that for you. Loki. I like parts of Loki and parts I hate. Okay, there's one. There's one. And Falcon Winter Soldier's good. Falcon Winter Soldier's good to great. So like, I think they're batting right now. Did you know Six that on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Falcon Winter Soldier is the lowest rated? Out of three, me and Rotten Tomatoes just don't agree. Well, they got the uh, first one division. No, Loki. Oh, okay. I could believe that. I could believe that. One division over. Oh, that's bullshit. Critic shit. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But um, let's get in. 
to our reviews. I guess we'll save heels for last. We'll start talking about our, our kids' Halloween. We're, we'll kind of blow through it Ooh. today just just because like there were two short movies. Spooky but, um, season is upon us. Season. Eight movies. This week we're doing Halloween Town, Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. If you want a little darker, more adult thing, check out Run It Back for Scream. But uh, which one you want to start with? I can do Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. Let's do it. Best, best fucking movie. Best great, fucking Scooby-Doo movie ever. Great music. I love the the whole plot of it where like every the gang's kind of split up and Daphne's got her show. And it's real? Bed. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like then they got to get the gang together to get to go after like real ghost hunting. And of course, it's the same old, same old. They get to New Orleans oh, where wait, of course wait, they find you're right, you're right. Shit. The split up. The split up was crazy. Okay, see, I, I just, I just, I just caught on where you, how you were doing this. Yeah. The split up in the beginning's wild when you see them all in their different places. Daphne has like this hit talk show. That's badass. I fucked with that. Yeah, and you know, Shaggy like Scooby, got, like, earner. Our, our TSA, just getting high. <laughs> like I, when, I, I looked at, I looked at like that as like their sniffing. TSA. Taking contraband, eating food, and smoking the drugs that's in the contraband. Well, it's just a giant metaphor, which you now see, which I see now as I'm older. And it always was a giant metaphor. Like anything for food, anytime it's food. Well, it's the same thing as like when How I Met Your Mother called weed sandwiches. That's why I, I just consider that now. Smoking weed. But, but it, anyway. it, it, th- then they go to New Orleans. You meet that fucking boatman. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it was a boatman. Let's get on the boat, <laughs> Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they, yeah, they meet Lena. They go on the boat. You know, when Shaggy and Scooby fall in, they meet the cr- the really creepy Fisher guy, who you think might be, a, 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 you know, eventually could be a suspect of a bad guy. Um, but he he's actually voiced by Mark Hamill. Didn't know that. Didn't know that either. You also think the gardener's a bad guy too. Bo, yeah. Yeah, Bo, Lawman, Sherry, Daphne, looking good. <laughs> that was Bo. <laughs> but I mean, I thought you know, in this movie, a lot of the elements really hit. You know, the I, music yeah, was the best. The music is the best. Like they have some really rocking songs in that. Um, when Early Shaggy on, and Scooby are running from the zombies for the first in the beginning, like great, yeah, great. yeah. The music is on point for everything. You know, encountering the zombies is really cool. The fact that it is like an actual real paranormal Curse. event for for yeah the the gang because you usually don't ever see that from them. And they this was like the first time I remember seeing that when we were kids. It was like, and this my, is the best time it works because Cyber Chase. I'm gonna be honest. I know people love Cyber Chase. In the cyber chase, they made it real by putting them in a cyber world. But like, this is the one time they executed on the let's make it real, and it really, really fucking worked. Like, cyber chase worked to a certain extent, but like, this worked. Yeah, this was the best Scooby Doo movie there is, live action mm-hmm. or animated. Um, I agree. Yeah, it's just it does a very good job with the characterization. Does a really good job with like the haunting elements. It it does have a little scare in it. It does, it with like, it. you seeing them being those fucking cat-wolf monster things, shit's wild. Then you find out the zombies are really the good guys trying to get the cat monsters to turn to stone, shit's wild. But I would have ate them hot peppers. Those hot peppers I always wanted to eat on a sandwich to see if they were super hot. Always wanted to. Still do. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's true. 
But yeah, Scooby-Doo Zombie and Island. Be, and I'll never forget Fantastic. the scene where Velma's just scraping across the fucking kitchen and she's like, ooh, the boat <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what the fuck are you doing in my kitchen? <laughs> but you know, I mean, I, I like that little part where they like they got, they got ghosts and then like zooming in. It's like, oh my gosh, look at the ghost on camera. I'm like, oh, these dudes got ghosts on camera now. Better than Ghost Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> oh no this is a, it was a great movie but great you know and, and the twist that Bo was like the cop is actually you know was kind of cool element of it too. Wait, he was the he was the cop he was undercover okay yeah because we always because we thought he, you thought he and the fishermen were the bad guys yeah but it was the ferry docker and the owners of the house miss lenoir yeah, Miss Lemoire, yeah. I also like like the historical elements of it. It's just a really good movie. It is. All around. I like this movie better than Halloween Town. Is that is that too much? No, it's easy. I mean, you know, in Halloween Town, on this rewatch, I was like, <laughs> when I was a kid, it's good. Now, I, I can't stand it. Can't stand it now. It aged. It aged poorly, Shuby. It aged. I, I actually think Calabar's Revenge might be better than this one. It might be. Like, not like... It might like maybe we should. I think I think when I was thinking of Halloween Town, I was thinking of Halloween Town too. I think I was too because I remember like the with the costume at the end, the costume party, and every like I was thinking of Calabar's Revenge. Not they kind of lose in this movie. Yeah, sort of. They get sent back to the mortal world, like. Yeah, but I mean, it's just kind of like an introduction to the whole thing. I just, there's really just not a lot of points in this movie where I'm like, oh yeah, you know that that was really cool, or like that killed, you know. I really just enjoyed like the beginning part the most, and then them getting find to out Halloween about Town. Halloween Town, go, yeah, and going to see all Halloween the different Town. stuff. But then yeah. like once they're in there, I'm just like, oh, like I just don't. I think it was just a lot of are you are we sure's at this age? You're just like, are we sure they can do? Are we sure with the no training that they can like really do all this? And it's just. And then Calabar just was like, man, mm, not very like, strong. Dude. If he's gonna let these non-trained witches beat him, yeah. And, and where did they send him? They sent him in like this dimension or some shit, something like that. And then they get sent back to the mortal realm to train with their grandma. Yeah, we should have did two. Calabar's revenge is better than the first. Or we should have just talked about Phantom sure. of the Megaplex because I did watch that again, and that is better. Then that movie's banging. I always love that movie. I wait. We'll talk about it next. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna save save it for next week. I'm gonna watch it because that movie's banging. That movie is banging. All right. Yeah, right. we can talk about it next week. But let's talk about Heels, man. Because man, was that a great episode of Heels? What a great episode of television. When Wild Bill's old ass was training, <laughs> I was just like, "Get your old ass out of here, Wild Bill." He was. He wanted to win the first off. Who do you think is going to win the fucking belt? I really feel like my my two theories are colliding where one of them is going to be right. Of Jack turning into the hero for his family. I said that in the beginning and I feel that it's coming. And the title of the next episode is Double Twist or some shit. And the double twist is Jack. Go look. The, the title's up on fucking Hulu. The synopsis is out too. Go, go look. It, or... The girl's gonna get the belt, and I called both of those things in the beginning. I don't think I, Ace I is think getting it's the fucking be the girl. Belt. I think the girl's getting the belt. Hey, I'm okay Double with turn, that. Yeah, that was my Ooh. theory. Oh, dude, yeah, they don't give a belt. good. It's not a good. Jack's winning the belt. Jack's winning the belt, and he's going face. <laughs> That's what's happening. 
Jack's going face. That's oh, Jack's going face. Oh, okay, so I can see how both of my theories can come true. Either Crystal helps Jack go face, and she's a wrestler in her own right. Jack wins the belt, or Jack helps Crystal. Crystal goes face. Crystal wins the belt. First women belt holder, and Jack is a face helping Crystal. Both are heroes. Ace doesn't win shit, bro. I mean, Ace I could also see if, the, if the Ace, Jack Ace double turn. Jack Ace double turn become faces win the belt together. Co, co- share. That was my first theory. Yeah. That was my very I first see that theory. Now. Because like uh, now Ace hey, is like Jack the- came, Jack came for me like Jack's my boy like and, and you know he he wanted to to stay true when he was at Rick Ross's house but then like got tem- tempted by <laughs> Rick Ross <laughs> talk about Gully <laughs> that's his house wait that's Rick Ross's real house yes that's his real house I just watched his crib oh, that is his real used- house I didn't know they used Rick Ross's house to film yes. I didn't know that <laughs> that is Rick that's Ross's funny. house so um that's awesome okay. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I, you know, he got overcome with all the boobs and the drugs. Yeah, yo, that 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 Japanese girl that was wanted eight. And then Ace, and you know, Ace was kind of just like starting to think about, oh man, maybe I shouldn't do this. When like he was, he was like, yeah, you can win the belt next week. And Rooster had this week, but he's like, well, what about Rooster? He's like, well, Rooster's got it right now. I mean, it'll be you. And like, well, this just yeah. Doesn't I seem- felt bad for Rooster. Rooster came over there. He finally had his moment. But God, his ass beat was like they, they all that barbed wire shit. I was like, ooh, they gonna kill somebody. <laughs> I really thought when that dude got hit with the cinder block, I thought he was dead. <laughs> I was like, that's just not getting up. <laughs> I was like, he's fucking dead. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to think and then about Jack. It. What, what, such a badass entrance with Jack in the fucking ring punching that dude. But hey, let me tell you, this is another theory I have. Jack's going to get everything he wants with the DWL. It's going to be the biggest thing. It's going to succeed. His wife leaves him. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. His wife's going to leave him. When that when the son when the son said what she said about I feel like the ghost of grandpa Spade is, is making me depressed. She's taking her son the fuck out of there, bro. She's going singing the rodeo. She's going to become a famous singer. Jack's going to be able to, well, maybe not famous, but she's going to be able to make money on her own. Jack's going to get everything he wants with the DWL, and then fucking season two is going to be about can he get his family back while being, is everything he wanted for, every like everything he wanted, is it worth it? You know, I think that's yeah. season two. Yeah, may, probably so. But yeah, I do think there is going to be like some kind of success, but in, but every success has its uh like she bro there's cost. no way she's not leaving schubert like i don't but I, did you understand the napkin thing like what was i didn't get what, what the, the kleenex thing was when when she found out that he, there was buying kleenex i don't know i didn't know that one either i don't remember that like when she was in piggly wiggly like when she when she she asked her boss to check like who paid for like it was out of like the wrestling account i don't know why she was upset at that i like I was confused at that. That was the only thing I was confused at. But it upset her. That's all that we really need to know in comparison to our theories. It pissed her off. Jack must um, have been spending some money he shouldn't have been spending. Does the dad get in the ring? Do we you know see the dad in the ring? The dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I fucked with the dad. The dad was I, a good character. Yeah, he come in there with this straight lace thing. And I was like, okay, well, this dude's gonna come up with this stupid ass gimmick. But then he, oh, in his training stuff, I was like, oh, he's pretty good. I was like, I yeah, believe he's it. the dad. <laughs> I'm with it. No, I'm with it. Yo, but I gotta say, I thought you were talking about. Do we see 
old man Spade get in the ring. Maybe, but that dude, that dude sucked. Jack and Ace's dad sucked. <laughs> like seeing him in the episode today, I know he's dead, but he was a shitty dude. He was I see why they're fucked up. Dude sucked. Yeah. When they he was like, pull off on the side of the road. Find I'm me. not I'm not too bi- I'm not too good for the side of the road. I'm like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> then he wanted to fight his son over the DWL on the side of the road. But about wrestling, when wrestling's fake, and Jack's just like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, that dude's But hey, I, I felt I felt for Stephen Amill when he was in his car and he just screamed and I, I was like, damn, yeah. he's paralleling his dad. I was like, is he gonna kill himself? Hope not. No, no, no. But I mean I I think we've all had those moments before where things just start to get overwhelmed and you just have to be in a place where you can just scream and just let out a big fuck. It's like Yeah. Totally felt fact. that moment that's for fact. sure. And and poor poor Willie. Oh, I felt that that was a powerful scene with her and her husband. Her husband just wanted to talk though. He wasn't in the wrong, but he, she did ask for her space. Probably should have gave it, you know. I mean, but. she was upset because of the whole stuff with Jack, where Jack was pretty much being pretty selfish, and she was like, "Well, I mean, like Jack's being all this sexist. <laughs> sexist too, yeah. I mean, you, you know, he pretty much hold Ace's hand throughout the whole thing, and then you know, but doesn't care about him. anybody else's feelings." When Ace is similar to Willie, when Ace, when Ace really fucked over uh, Crystal, really, because Crystal yeah. is kind of the eight. Crystal's kind of the Willie in this situation where Ace is the the Bill, and, and I think Willie kind of saw that. True. I mean, like I always thought that Jack's disdain for Crystal was just so unwarranted. Like, sure, she broke character or whatever, and and Ace did what he did, but like Ace did what he did, you know, and and Ace. Yeah, I thought he was unfair to her caused what all that happened because for no reason just you know boots her as valet like you know she was wrong and without crystal you don't know that ace goes and does what he does and your shit's screwed yeah it's time they give her a chance she's getting the belt she's getting the fucking belt or she's getting a belt she's gonna like something's gonna happen with her where she gets like she's a star next next season yeah we'll see is it was there any other thing that we need to talk about with heels or with any other thing Nah, that's pretty much it. Cause, oh, Bobby Pin, you think you think he gonna get Crystal? I don't think so. Nah, <laughs> Bobby Pin not getting shit. Crystal about to be a star and leave his dusty ass. I just can't see that being the thing. Like at the end of the day, like I just feel like Crystal is like bound for a little bit more than Bobby Pin. Than Bobby Pin. <laughs> Like I'm not rooting for her Ace by any means, but like I'm not necessarily no. rooting for her and Bobby Penn either. I'm not rooting for Ace. I was once I saw Ace with that Japanese girl, I was like, oh, bro, I'm not rooting for Ace for none of this shit, dude. Just, just get some pussy left and right and just abusing it, just abusing it. Yeah, abusing his power. I thought he was going to try and sleep with uh, Gully's daughter when she came in. I was like, is Gully about to offer up his daughter to her? Schubert, I thought the same thing. I thought I, I thought this was like them. Cause I, I view Gully as like the WWE kind of yeah, like I feel sort of. and like I thought that was Stephanie McMahon. I thought Ace was about to be a Triple H and go try to fuck Gully's daughter. I was looking too deep into it, looking too deep. Yeah, but I I agree. Um, I thought the same thing. But yeah, this was definitely one of the top tier episodes. He was a great show, man. I'm glad we we break, decided to review this episode. Yeah. All right, but uh, yeah, so. Him. Finale next week. week. Yeah, that's it for this week of Bros Who Binge. We'll try and talk about it a little bit more. I think what we were going to say was we were talking about Visions. Oh, um, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. We can talk about that next week. Uh, oh, and we'll I watched both Long Halloweens finally. Oh, and you talk about Long Halloween. Because so. it's on HBO Max. 
Yeah, so we don't have a running back next week, so we'll spend a little bit more time talking here on Bros Who Binge. Uh, and we got to pick our Halloween things. movie, too. Yeah, and we got to pick our next Halloween movie. Uh, London's shooting for The Grunge. I'm shooting for maybe The Conjuring. We're yeah, I, can, I, can, like that. I can settle for The Conjuring. And it's also eat free. So. Oh, true, 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 true. So, hey, that works. Um, but yeah, but speaking of Run It Back, make sure you do check out The Scream Run It Back, one of my favorite uh, horror films ever. Um, Ian, Lyndon, and I discuss uh, Scream and our best scenes, our favorite scenes, you know, who wins and loses the movie, Six Man, and give a, a good background with some really interesting uh, what if in, in castings. So definitely check that out. Uh, it's out right now. Run it back and go and check out some of the other episodes of Bros. Binge and run it back. In the last month, we had some good ones as well. Uh, we'll be coming back with another run it back in two weeks. Yep. Not sure. Unsure with what we're going to be doing there, but it is going to be another horror movie. Probably be um, a probably. classic like Halloween or some shit. Well, we can't do two slashers. Oh, true, true. Maybe Paranormal Activity or, or VHS. Now we, now we could do Halloween on this show because we haven't done a slasher yet. Yeah, we can do that on this show. That's fair. Yeah. So that's, that's all things to consider, but we'll get into all that. But Lyndon, let everyone know what's going on with the network and your socials. You can follow me at LynnBWT. Follow me at LynnBWT on Letterboxd and uh, follow Bros. Think at Bros. Who Think. Uh, be sure October 24th, Pitch It is back. Uh, I sh- yeah, I'll drop it tomorrow. So... Yeah, tomorrow when you see this, check out the interview with Peter McGinn talking smack. Well, not he's a nice guy. He wasn't talking smack. He was just like, I'm I'm saying he's talking smack to, to rile up Dan. But Peter McGinn's taking on Dan exclaims October 24th, pitching his back. It's a potential winner goes to fight me for the belt match. Potential. Gotta wait on a couple more things because we might throw him a curveball. We're gonna see. It's, it's interesting, more, just as interesting as the DWL, if not more. So check out Pitch It, October 24th. It's going down 7 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash bros who think. Um, other than that, check out the most recent episode of the Bros Who Think podcast and the latest episode of Anime Talk. All right. Um, yeah, so make sure you check out all those things going on with the network. Keep up with us on Twitter and everywhere at Facebook as well, you know, everywhere that we are and every place that you can find the podcast. Um, but this wraps up this episode of Bros Who Binge. Catch us next week. I hope everyone out there has a great week. Uh, I forgot my socials, Adam A. Schubert 14 on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Adam BWT on Letterboxd. But everyone out there, have a great week. Keep binging. <laughs>